There he is. Just in time. Yeah. I got it to the computer. Oh, good. Thanks for having me back. Yep. So how's it going? Nice to be back with you. All right, nice to be back with you. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right. One on Jamie Candelario. Taylor Rogers, 405 ERA, 150 whip, 16 strikeouts, one walk, opponent average 322. Candelario fouls the next pitch off, 0 and 2 on him. Can you believe the Tigers are uh, close to a wild card spot? No, I never thought I'd see that happen in my lifetime again, considering how bad they've been over the past decade or two. I know, right? A uh, past year or two, yeah. actually. Well, Not to be honest, though, Taylor, I mean, in a season like this, anything can, be, anything can happen. The good teams do bad, the bad teams do good. It's just that kind of a year. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Mm -hmm. One and two on Candelario. Candelario. And he swings and misses strike three. Tigers are 18 and 20 right now. So I'm not actually going to do that. I'm not going to do this every day because I got other stuff going on. Right. But when you need the me, Tigers, you know. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Whenever I'm free, completely free. Okay. Here's uh, Willie Castro batting from the right side this time, 1 and 0. He's been red hot. 1 for 2. Fouls it off one and one. She's a lot of only Candelario and Castro uh, have at least one hit. Candelario's got two hits. Castro's got one, and that's it. The rest of the Tigers have zero hit. Tigers hitters have zero hits. Uh. One and two on Willie Castro. He walked an RBI single. That's it. It's hitting 355, 934 OPS. Wow. Not bad for a young guy. And he takes strike three on the inside corner. You're out. Yeah. Yeah. Two out. Now Christian Stewart's the last hope. He's 0 for 3. Ah, check that. That's Travis Demerit pinch hitting. So Stewart is out of the game. Demerit takes takes a 78 mile an hour curveball or something like that, or a changeup outside 1 and 0. Demerit 200 average. 
the one that was on the inside half, the inner half of the plate. One and one and one. When's, the Tigers are going to be on YouTube TV Wednesday afternoon at one ten. Uh huh. Yep. Tamara takes outside three and one now. Hey, uh, after this one, uh, you want to do a national sports report? I haven't. Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah, but get those scores prepping. All right. I'll just go to the scores right there. Just open that new tab and then open the open sports news too. Three and two on Demerit. Tigers down to their last strike. And that is strike three on the inside corner. The Twins win six to two. Ooh. Okay. All right. Well, so, what time did that game? Yep. What time did that game start anyway? What time did that it was at two ten. Two ten p.m. Eastern game. time. Hmm. Yeah, I thought they were playing tonight, but I guess because uh, the Yankees are playing tonight, they're playing against. I know, but uh, the Yankees are playing tonight. So, oh wait, they're playing in Toronto. Toronto's Labor Day was was over the weekend. That's right. Of course. Okay, uh -huh. so as soon as this, uh, as soon as uh, score gets started, ooh, and the tour championship is still going on right, uh, right now, as it's uh, the final round of the tournament. I always thought, you know, it started on on Thursday, but I guess because of Labor Day weekend, they go from Friday to Monday. It's usually that's usually the time of the year when they have the, uh, I think it's called the Deutsche Bank Championship, but that got uh, pushed back. Right. So the Yankees will play today. Yeah, and the Yankees are in a little bit, a little bit of a trouble spot because they're they're in third place right now, and uh, it's not what I expected. Okay, so here we go. Uh, we have two NBA games on the schedule uh, tonight. Of course, we have Boston versus Toronto, and Toronto is now making a series of it now. As it's uh. Tied two, uh, tied two games apiece, game by sight, and we also have the Lakers. I mean, the Clippers versus the Denver Nuggets. That game was at nine o'clock. That is a one-on-one series. And Serena Williams moves on in three after being Sakari, Mar Maria Sakari, who actually beat her in last week's Northern Southern Championship, where she was bothered by a string of her injury problems. So, unfortunately. You know, she's, I know she's getting older, but I still think she's still got some zip left in her. I mean, come on. She's not like she's my age, which I'm not going to mention on the air. Thank you. Yuck. Oh, before I do anything else, uh, I just want to pass along condolences to, we lost another one of the baseball legends um, last night. We lost Cardinals Hall of Famer Lou Brock. He passed away at the age of 81. 
He was a first ballot Hall of Famer. And before Ricky Henderson came along, he was the all-time all steals leader in the major leagues. He retired in 1979 and got into the Hall of Fame in 1985. Hard to believe someone from my era, you know, is, is that old. I guess he must have went to about 45 or so to, in the major leagues. But, uh, whew, we're going to miss you. You were, you were great. Uh, boy, I mean, that's just a week, just less than a week after we lost Tom Terrific of the Mets. And he passed away from complications of dementia. And what I like to commonly refer to as that thing, although we call it COVID-19. So it's been a, it's been a rough week uh, for baseball fans, especially uh, in this, in this area and whatnot, because for those of you tuned in a receiver catapulted the Mets to the world series back in 1969, just before I was born. And the whole thing started with meet the Mets and everything else, and that's what that's what gave him that's what gave him made him be contenders through Seaver, and then he also went on to pitch for other teams as well. Had and I think we lost Lewis. Lewis. Um... Let's see here. Try to get him back. We apologize for the technical difficulties. Um. Anyway, By the way, uh, the Lions have signed Adrian Peterson to a one-year deal worth $1.05 million, including incentives. Um, Unfortunately, Lewis Tenor uh, drop might have uh, had his uh, video call dropped. Might have had a bad connection or something like that. Don't know how. I, I don't know how he dropped, but uh, I'll get the official word on that later on. 
makes a difference. Now tomorrow, because the gray skies and all that wet weather, do not look for a warm day. Lambda 50s, some showers, some rumbles of thunder. In fact, normal high Yeah, down, from mid to downstate. With some winds about 8 to 18. So we're in a cooling trend for at least a couple days. But don't worry, things do warm up later in the week. Yeah, the coronavirus has had an impact on businesses the whole time, okay? David Leiden, shut the hell up. Got the Cubs and uh, Cardinals and Cubs at Wrigley Field on MLB tonight. I believe that's live. Yeah. By themselves, five. Five games under 500 starting play on Labor Day. It's just the guys at the MLB Network talking. Twins just recently beat the Tigers six to two. The Tigers fall to eighteen and twenty-one. Yeah, Lewis is uh, having some sort of connection trouble or something like that. So we apologize for that. But, um, Thank you. 
Tigers lose uh, what was a pretty boring ball game today, putting an end to this long weekend series against the Twinkies. I thought Michael Pineda was great. You know, I think he got busted. It wasn't PEDs that he got busted for last year, so that was stupid. But you know, he was always a guy, when he was in New York, he seemed like a guy who was that had the ability or was close to kind of reaching that next tier, that upper echelon of pitcher, and he never really did. But he's still a, a more than capable major league arm. And I th- That's Chris Castellani talking on Twitter. But he was great today, seven innings, two earned runs. On the other side, you have Michael Fulmer. <sighs> Incredibly frustrating. And look, he... Some, some bad calls or non-calls behind the plate today. Uh, poor defense, misplays defensively. I don't think there were any errors, but plays that should have been made. But at the same time, like what I've been looking for out of Michael Fulmer since the beginning, just show me some improvement. You know, okay, you're trying to get three innings in right now. Right, that's fine. Maybe maybe by the middle of the season, near the end of the season, see if you can go four innings or maybe even five innings. So show me that you are capable of getting outs consistently at the major league level. He's not showing that right now. And sometimes it's stuff. Sometimes it's fastball command. Sometimes it's velocity. But it, it doesn't seem like there's any carryover from one start to the next. I thought his, his last outing against the Brewers was a solid step forward. The strikeout numbers were up. Command was better. That, that wasn't the case today. And it's frustrating watching him pitch. Now, with that said, I don't want him and Norris to be flip-flops. Uh, I'm fine with Daniel Norris uh, you know, staying out of the bullpen. I give Michael Fulmer more chances, but I was hoping that by this point in the season we would see some some progress by Michael Fulmer, and to me, we, we really haven't this year. As for the rest of the game, not a whole lot to talk about. They got outplayed, they, they dug their own grave, some bad misplays oh, defensively. Uh, they just, I don't know, they seemed a bit out of it today. Like yesterday, I, I complimented them on you know their character coming back late Almost that game today. Chris Castellano, uh, they just... They just kind of got slapped around by a much far more talented team. One lone bright spot. Uh, Jamer Candelaria just keeps hitting the baseball. I mean, he's today's player of the game today. Uh, seems like he's just kind of gone to work every day and shown up and hit. And after that dreadful start, he's been one of the few bright spots for this baseball team. So that will do it. Hope everyone out there has had a wonderful Labor Day. See you later. All right. So Lewis Tenor is back. Uh, bit of a connection problem, I see. I guess we don't know what happened. I thought we were were still on, and then then all of a sudden, uh, we goofed, I guess. Yeah, somehow somehow your video call dropped for some reason. Hmm. uh, Well, we did get through most of the baseball score. I was just going through some headlines. And as I mentioned, uh, the the Islanders and Tampa – are going to uh, start their game one series uh, tonight. But Steven Stamkos, uh, who thought he'd be back in, well, it doesn't look like he's going to be in for the entire series at all as he's still recovering from his lower body injury they suffered back in February. Although the general manager thought there might be a possibility, but according to Wyatt, I seriously doubt it. And I'll say this for one I know you're aware of this, but... Um, I do have a little bit of a spot for the Islanders this year because, you know, my partner Eric was a big diehard Islanders fan. So I am going to go with the Islanders in this series. Just for that reason alone. Other than that, you know I can't stand them. As you know. Right. Right. You know, 
I mean, it was, it was a, that was a tough, growing series, though, too, between uh, the Islanders and the Flyers. I really didn't think that the Islanders had much of a chance. I mean, Philly has, you know, has a good offense and defense as well, and I didn't think the Islanders were going to be able to stack up against them. But uh, apparently so. And um, last night was another game that I did I did not quite expect this result to happen between the Dallas Stars and the Vegas Golden Knights. I don't know about you, but I was expecting more of an offensive type like brawl out. And instead, it was like a defensive struggle. <laughs> and, you know, not for nothing, but it is very difficult to hold a one nothing lead from the first period all the way to the end of the game. I've mean, seen plenty of games where one nothing just doesn't hold up. I mean, you think you have it controlled, then the last minute, just when you're about to, uh, you know, pull your goaltender, then the um, extra attackers come up for the other team. I did not see it coming, but um, that was a, that was a rare thing that happened last night. So now Dallas is up one nothing, and game two is tomorrow, and Dallas is maybe looking for their first championship, maybe in 21 years, maybe. All right, so, and as I also mentioned, uh, Giannis might be back tomorrow, although it's not official. He twisted his right ankle in the second quarter on a drive to the basket yesterday, and George Hill witnessed the whole thing. Before a decision is made, the performance group will look at the ankle to see how severe it is. Other than that, there are no updates on his condition right now. But if things happen, I have it posted. The French Open will allow spectators to attend when the tournament resumes. When the tournament starts on September 27th in Paris. The tournament is usually held in May, right around the start of Memorial, the end of Memorial Day weekend, but was pushed back due to the dread coronavirus. Uh, there will be a limited number of spectators on hand, about 5,000 overall. Masks, of course, must be worn. Players will be tested upon their arrival in the capital city. Uh, they will be authorized to play if they were they'll be authorized to play if they return a negative test and undergo a second negative test 72 hours later. And that's 72 hours right on the butt. Uh, more to consider here. Players will be tested every five days as long as they are still competing and will stay in the two hotels that were booked by the organizers. The organizers also decided on losers as a gesture of solidarity to those who have been hit hardest by the pandemic, financially speaking. Losers. So I don't know. That was just such a harsh word. Uh, the Lakers lost JaVale McGee as he went down with a left ankle injury and Dion Waiters with a pulled groin. Both did not return to the game. McGee started at center and only played eight minutes with two rebounds and one block. And was only over one ruled out in the third quarter. At that point, the Lakers down by eight. Waiters was with the groin injury, which really hurts. And McGee is getting an MRI done on his ankle. So we don't know the status of that yet, but I'm sure things will be decided by tomorrow. Russell Westbrook had a poor showing. Uh, he said he was running around and have to look at more film on how to be more effective in the game, especially in this series. Uh, he only scored 10 points and was 4 for 15 shooting and had more turnovers than assists. He had 4 assists and 7 turnovers in that game. Yeah. Decide, then to add on to that, it's been a very tough offseason as he had knee surgery, being traded from the Thunder, and 
had a quad injury in the restart. The Rockets were able to make a game of it as they trailed by as many as 21 points to temporarily take the lead despite his poor shooting performance. Well, we all have our off nights. So I mean, give the guy a break. I mean, really. And, like it, and in game four, as I said, the Greek Freak re-injured his ankle, and I thought they were actually going to be done because without Giannis, I don't think the Bucks had much of a chance. But they pulled it through, and <laughs> they uh, they made a game of it. So now, but it's still down three to one, and they still have some ground to catch up on. So I have to see. I mean, and I really thought the Bucks were going to have an easy time. I mean, I had the Bucks and the Lakers in the final, but I never, I never expected the the um, Bucks to be trailing this bad. The strange. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe straight. the layup might hurt some of the best. Three one. You know, I know, but maybe like the long layup might hurt some of the some of the powerhouse teams um, because you know. I had the I had the Bucks locked in, but apparently, you know, they might have the the uh, layoff might caught up with them, and they just got out of sync. But the Lakers, you know, still seem to be holding their own right now. Yeah, well, at least my Western Conference pick is still intact. As the Lakers, I'm still thinking it's going to be Lakers Clippers in the Western Conference final. But I guess we'll have to wait about a week or so before that. I mean the. Um, Three-day layover after that, you know, kind of messed everything up. But I'm glad to see that now everything is back in full swing, and hopefully we'll have no more interruptions for the rest of the playoffs. Of course, my question is, when are they going to be able to start the new season? I was seeing Mark about January, if I'm not mistaken. Then again, I could be wrong. I mean, nothing has nothing has been um, decided as of yet. All right. And just a few more notes here. Okay. Uh, Javonian Clowney is expected to sign with the Titans if he hasn't done so already. Clowney will be reunited with Mike Verbiel, who was in position, was his position coach and defensive coach when he was with the Houston Texans. The Dolphins named Ryan Fitzpatrick as their opening day starter with Tua Tagliabaya as the backup. Head coach Brian Flores said it's not exactly groundbreaking news here, but he will be the starter. In a year with no minicamp, OTAs, and a shorter minicamp, we felt that this was the best decision for the team. He's done a great job in camp, and he'll be he will be out there. He will go up against Cam Newton as he was named in the Patriots starter as of Thursday. And this is Tua's first football game since he had that hip injury back in November when he was still a member of Alabama. But that was ugly. Uh, the Chargers uh, signed a contract with Keenan Allen to a four-year $80 million extension. That was announced by the team on Saturday. The deal carries a $50 million guarantee. Allen has spent his entire career with the Clippers, uh, with Chargers. Chargers. Last season, he had 104 receptions, 1199 yards, and six touchdowns. Alex Smith returned to Washington, earning a spot in the 53-man roster spot, coming back from a severe leg injury that almost ended his career. Smith was likely to be the number three starting quarterback, which means he'll be inactive in the regular season. He did not take part in 11-11 full 
competitive practices in training camp uh, portion open to the media. Well, I don't think it'd be open to the media real quick anyway. Dwayne Haskins will start. Kyle Allen in the second spot. Teams had cut down their 53-man roster spot as of 4 p.m. on Saturday. All right. Um, okay, Adrian Peterson signed a one-year deal with the Lions. The running back told reporter Justina Anderson yesterday, AP is signing a one-year deal worth just over a million dollars. That includes incentives, league sources told Adam Shifter. Uh, this will the be exact amount is, uh, is 1.05 million. Yeah, 1.05 million. Yeah, I always get that like 1.05. I always thought that's like, mm, I was just rounding it off, really. This will reunite Pearson with his former offensive coordinator, Daryl uh, Belleville, who Bell. was with him. Belleville, who was with him when Pearson played for the Vikings. And for my own personal opinion, I think he should have stayed with the Vikings. I mean, that's where he was. Yeah, that's where he was quite a player. He's pretty much drifted off since then. But why take it from me? And as I said, the Bears are going to go with Mitch Traversky as their starting quarterback as Matt Nagy opened his big mouth and say, well, I'm going to wait to opening day, but then had a change of heart as of last week. So throw everything else out the window. What a dope. All right. And, of course, uh, you're still looking to see when the Big Ten Pac-12 will actually start their season. There's been – Conflicting reports that the Big Ten may start uh, like around Thanksgiving, um, but that has yet to be confirmed. Uh, even uh, President Trump was waiting on that. But for my opinion, you know what? Stay. I think he should stay out of it. This is a sports problem, not a government problem or not. Keep it. I uh, keep it out of that. This is this is between the two conferences and their and their chancellors and chairmen. Okay, so leave the politics stuff out of it. I would like to see it happen by Thanksgiving because then I'll get something to watch on the day after Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a big Penn State fan, so as a personal note. <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, that should just about do it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up. Anything else you like to say, Taylor? Well, um. Well, I'm glad to have you back, Lewis. Um, like Thank I said you. before, I'm not going to do this every day, but um, I will let you know uh, when I'm going to go on, whenever I uh, feel right. like untired right. and ha have a day completely off and there's an afternoon game and, and stuff like that. Okay. Yep. That, that, that's about it. Okay, so but, that... But just, but just, uh, the only times I would not probably be available is, of course, Saturdays from 5 to 7, and Mondays from 7.30 to 9 because I have other prior commitments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, such as your show, right? Right, and uh, I do uh, In the Barriers Box with uh, Rob Garcia Monday nights, 7.30 to 9. Awesome. Sounds yeah. great. I so. All right, bud. Uh, thanks, and uh, hopefully we'll talk again. Yeah, definitely. We'll talk again at some point. Yep. All right. I might have to join right. Saturday right. night. Pardon me? I might have to join Saturday night. 
Good, good. Five to seven East Coast time. All right, man. We'll talk. We'll talk again. Yep. All right. Yep. We'll talk again. Yep. See right. ya. So for Lois and Owen, I'm Taylor Phillips. Uh, TTFN Tata for now. Bon appetit. Final score: Twins six, Tigers two. The collapse is uh, continuing. <laughs> the yellow just deserved it. <laughs>